Hey, it's Big Joe for your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, Absolute Comfort. Chris Wedekin is the owner, and he tells us why many homeowners are giving up their air conditioners for a high-efficiency heat pump. By removing your air conditioner and replacing it with a heat pump, you are not only saving by getting a higher-efficiency air conditioner, the heat pump works in reverse and saves you money in the wintertime as well. See if a heat pump is the right move for you by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Oh, yeah. Happy Friday, everybody. My name is Nigel. That's Hammer over there with a special guest on the hotline. Tommy Pickett is the Strategic Communications Director. You can see some of his work on the popular Twitter handle, at RNC Research. Tommy, Iowa in the rearview mirror. New Hampshire, dead ahead. Let's start with Iowa. What was your takeaway from the Iowa caucuses? Well, I think the big takeaway was that we had over 100,000 Iowans coming out in the bitter cold, the worst winter conditions in, in a very long time, to come out and caucus and to really show their excitement for getting rid of Joe Biden, for electing a Republican in November. And I, I think the contrast, and I think we discussed a bit last week, too, between Republicans being on the ground in Iowa and really listening to voters versus Joe Biden, who has basically been MIA. He's been MIA his whole presidency, but especially the last call it 30 days plus, he's been on vacation and barely had any public events. And I think it kind of shows that Republicans are the ones that are actually listening and care about solving problems. And Joe Biden can't hide enough. He, he just wants to hide and be on vacation. You know, the thing that continually, I, like, I'm always surprised by this. I don't know why I should be used to this by now, but like the, the left-wing corporate media's reaction to Donald Trump winning the Iowa caucus and his um, victory speech and how Rachel Maddow from MSNBC cuts right into it and says, you know what, we're not going to let you see this because uh, he doesn't tell the truth. He, Rachel Maddow it, it, Rachel said that. Maddow said that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not going to provide a platform for this guy that sits here. And these are the same people that were shoving Russian collusion down our throat, you know, for years yeah, I mean, it would be a joke if it wasn't just so uh, absurd. And so, I mean, every single time you expect this from the mainstream media, but they never fail to to go below the already low bar that we have set for them here. I mean, it's you, you mentioned the Russian collusion hoax. There's so many issues where that's the case. I think what was especially compelling is when they cut away from President Trump, it was on the border. And they acted yes. like he was saying things that wasn't true about yes. the border which is absurd given the fact that the Democrats and the mainstream media repeat Joe Biden's lies about the border repeatedly. They repeated the fact that they thought that this was seasonal at the border. They repeated the fact that, or they, not the fact, excuse me, they repeated the lie that this, this is seasonal at the border. They repeated the lie that the crisis is under control. The mainstream media has been covering for Biden on this issue repeatedly. Biden himself, who smears Border Patrol agents, Biden, who in his administration, who just the other day was smearing Texas DPS agents, accusing them of allowing migrants to die when uh, we weren't even aware that was happening yeah. until after that de- those deaths unfortunately already happened. And not to mention the fact that the best way to save life at the border is to secure the border and stop these illegal crossings in the first place. There are so many smears and lies coming out of this Biden administration that the mainstream media is repeating as if they are facts. Uh, so for them to try to lecture anyone when it comes to the border on disinformation it is absurd, and they need to look in the mirror on that one. And the thing is... Donald Trump's speech was actually yes. very mild. Yeah, it was, this wasn't flame-throwing Donald Trump. It was like, conciliatory, yeah. Right. He was thanking his fellow competitors, had nice things to say about Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, uh, was 
uplifting, you know, by Donald Trump standards. But yet, if you watch the reaction from Rachel Maddow and Jake Tapper, you would have thought Donald Trump was up there just doing his, you know, Eddie Murphy raw act. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think it goes to show that, you know, when it comes to this general election, uh, if it wasn't already known to be the case, this is, a, this is another indicator that the mainstream media doesn't do every single thing they can yes. to try to elect Joe Biden. I mean, that's just what they're going to do. Uh, and, and the worst thing for the media is people judging events for themselves. When it comes to the decision between Republicans and Democrats, the bias in the media, the way they support Democrats, is basically trying to hide the truth from the American public. That's why they're censoring it. That's why social media is such a threat to the mainstream media. Because the best way that they can try to shape this narrative is to try to see, try to prevent people from seeing the facts on the ground. That's why they're not showing these speeches. That's why there's not nearly as much coverage on the border except for a few networks like Fox News, because they have to ignore it as much as possible in order to defend Joe Biden. But unfortunately for them, there is that social media. There are other networks that are saying the truth. Uh, but that's why the, the approval rating and the trust in the mainstream media is at such a low, because they're just driven by their bias, not by the news. Tommy Pickett is our guest. He is the strategic communications director uh, for the RNC. So let's move forward to New Hampshire. Uh, we've got a primary coming up on Tuesday. You're starting to see a little trash talk here between the candidates. And I know all is fair between love and politics. I get it. It's a competition. But from a party standpoint, from inside those walls at the RNC, what do you think when you see Donald Trump ripping Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley ripping Donald Trump, Haley against DeSantis, you know, back and forth on social media? What is the thought process when you see a lot of infighting taking place? Well, our first thought process, or my first thought process, is Joe Biden couldn't compete with that. I mean, Joe Biden would have no idea what was going on because Joe Biden is completely MIA. He's completely spaced out. But I think that the second part of this is there's going to be debates in primaries. There's going to be challenges. Candidates are going to make their best case to voters. That's part of that process. That's part of what happens in a primary. Our focus at the RNC is beating Joe Biden. That's where our focus is 24-7. We are building that infrastructure right now to beat Joe Biden so whoever that Republican nominee is, they can take that road that we build right now and take it straight to the White House, whether that's through our Bank Your Vote campaign, our election integrity campaign, volunteers on the ground. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. And that's where our focus is 100 percent. Once we have that nominee, we need to come together because what unites us is far more than what divides us, especially when compared to the Democrats. We need to come together. But our focus right now is straight on Joe Biden, making sure that Joe Biden loses in November and that a Republican is elected. Yeah, you said it. Right there. I mean, you said the Democrats are the ones that are divisive. I'm wondering what you think of Biden's quote unquote campaign so far. He released a statement after the Iowa caucuses saying that uh, it looks like it's going to be Trump and extreme MAGA Republicans, a bunch of extremists again. Um, is that the strategy for the Biden campaign is to shame voters, independents, maybe somebody that voted for Trump last time, voted for Biden uh, in 2020? Is that the strategy to maybe shame them and talk about January 6th and, and all those kinds of things? The strategy is clearly just to smear people. It's yes. just to divide people, make people scared. That's the strategy from Joe Biden. And it's clear from the speeches that he gets. I mean, he, he goes out there and he says outlandish things. Just the thing about pro-life Americans, today is the March for Life. You know, you can, have a, you can have a difference of opinion on abortion. The Republican Party is a pro-life party, a pro-family party, pro-mother party. But to go out there and for Joe Biden to claim that pro-life Americans are somehow these completely far-right, uh, outside the norms of politics and destructive to our country – it's such an outlandish smear against those voters, but it's part and parcel what he's doing to parents that are concerned at school board meetings, 
people that are concerned about the border, people that want to make sure that their schools aren't closed down in order to, ha- uh, to house illegal immigrants like this happened in New York. I mean, there are so many examples of Joe Biden smearing his opponent. That's his strategy from a messaging standpoint. His strategy from a campaigning standpoint is to hide as much as possible. I mean, he, his events since the Iowa caucuses have been basically to show up for about five minutes, take barely any questions. Most of the questions are on top of what type of ice cream flavor he's had. Uh, one event he went to <laughs> in Pennsylvania is he was basically like sneaking around a library, it seemed like, like jumping out at people. I mean, there's so many videos of people being like, who is this guy? Which would be frightening as hell, hell, by the way. Imagine being at the library and Joe Biden pops out of a corner somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there's actually like, there's a video and it shows uh, Joe Biden being asked questions. And he's leaning, looking at a bookshelf for some reason. And this girl who's just sitting at the table in front of him looks up like in the shock. She's oh, like, I oh, my it. gosh. What's yeah. that? You know, that, that is his campaign right now is to uh, just basically go to these weird sort of campaign stops. And I think the idea is to show that, you know, he's with it, I guess, or that he's good at retail politics. Uh, but he's not. That's the big problem. He's terrible at retail politics. He's not with it. Uh, and, and, you know, his speeches keep on bombing. So his campaign strategy, I think, is going to be hiding as much as possible, while his messaging strategy is to get everyone out there and attacking as many people as possible. Tommy, we got about a minute left here. Uh, just the other day, Corrine Jean-Pierre says that the Republicans were the ones that are causing the problems at the border, and the Republicans voted to reduce the number of Border Patrol agents. I want to get your thoughts on that. Again, another absurd statement. I mean, it just flies in the face of the facts. Washington Post has already fact-checked that, gave it three Pinocchios in the Washington Post on that exact statement. But you have Republicans that have voted to increase Border Patrol agents by 2,000 in this last appropriations bill. You had Senate Republicans calling to increase Border Patrol agents instead of hiring IRS agents back last year, two years ago, rather. And so you have all these examples of Republicans trying to pass border security measures. You had a massive House pass border security measure passed 253 days ago called the Secure the Border Act. If Joe Biden wanted to end this crisis, he would stop locking that. He could end this crisis today, but he's not. So for the administration to go out there and blame Republicans for this border crisis, it's such a lie. And it's a lie that the American people aren't buying. Tommy Pickett, Strategic Communications Director for the RNC. Check out some of his work on Twitter, at RNC Research. Tommy, have a great weekend. and We'll talk to you next Friday. Hey, thanks for having me on. Have a good weekend. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.